You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of TV's number one show, Chicago Heroes. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you don't watch it, that's, that's your, your problem. problem. You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down! Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Ringle dingle, jingle all the way. You ever had a bad Christmas, Sarah? Um, I've had a naughty Christmas. Yeah, that's right. And you know what the nicest kind of Christmas is, is the freaking naughty ones. That's right. Well, this is the Christmas episode this uh, for this year. So get your film now because we're not going to be doing another Christmas episode unless Chicago Heroes, which is the television show that we're recapping and that I'm sure you watched because our listeners watch every week, oh, just yeah. like us, mm-hmm. unless they do another Christmas episode for the next episode, because we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So, And, I mean, two Christmas episodes, that's like double the presents. Double the pleasure, double the rum. If rum is what you're getting for, for a present. present, yeah. Yeah. Uh, although, it'd be interesting if you're getting two presents for both of them to be the same one. Unless it's two different types of rum, and you're kind of a rum connoisseur, and these are two really rare types of rum that you've sort of been searching all over for and the person who's buying them for you knows that and they happen to stumble across them for what feels like a pretty reasonable price so they just get two um different varieties for show for show or if you have a twin and you get two presents each year one for you and one for your twin right so your twin doesn't get a gift well what i mean is like you get a bottle of rum you get a bottle of rum. <laughs> and your twin gets a bottle of rum uh-huh. uh, each year, and that's a tradition, right? And I don't care who it comes from. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But then, okay, so it's like this joke. I'll tell you the joke. So there's this guy who, uh, he he goes to the bar uh-huh. every uh, night, mm-hmm. and he orders three pints. And okay. he- Ben uh, and Jerry's. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he orders three, uh, what's a- Chunky monkey. He orders three pints of Chunky monkey. And the bartender puts all those pints of Chunky monkey out and says to him, after a few nights of him doing this, he says, you know, I can't help but notice that you order your three pints of Chunky monkey all at once each night and they start to melt. You know, I can give you these to you one at a time if you want. Yeah. And the guy says, well, no, that's, that's not, that's not it. See, the thing is my, I have two brothers and we used to all live in the same place, uh-huh. and we would go to the the pub each night and order our pints of Chunky Monkey. <laughs> oh, that's a good joke. That's not the end of the joke. And <laughs> and he says, but now my brother's moved, oh. and so we all agreed that we would each go to the pub each night and order three pints of Chunky Monkey, so it's like we're eating our pints of Chunky Monkey together. Oh. Okay. I miss so, my brothers. They We all moved apart, too. Exactly. And so... One night, he comes into the pub, uh-huh. and he only orders two pints of Chunky oh, Monkey. Oh, shit. One of them's dead. And the bartender says, uh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah, me too. Right. He thought exactly the same thing you thought. Yeah, bartender I'm says, I'm so sorry for your loss. 
This isn't and funny anymore. And the guy looks down at his two pints of chunky monkey and he kind of takes a second. He's like, there's a misunderstanding. And he realizes, he says, oh, oh, no, 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 no. My brother didn't die. It's just that I quit eating ice cream. So do you get it? I mean, with the original joke, it's drinking, so it probably makes more sense, but you said the chunky monkey thing, and I just went with it. So, anyway, uh, all right, then, mm. as Jim Carrey would say. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. <laughs> That's a big uh-oh to that first joke, all right, well... Uh, I'm Ben Flores. I'm Sarah Black. And we are the co-hosts of Please Save Me, which is the premier recap podcast for the premier recap show. And being prodded is what it can feel like having you look at me while I'm telling a joke and you don't like it. You know, I feel yeah, like, like a with a cattle, cattle prod or something. Freaking prod. Yeah. Uh, don't make me get the prod is what I say <laughs> when you start telling a bad joke. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's a naughty Christmas. Exactly. Uh, what's the? I was trying to think of a quote from Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men. Haven't seen it. Okay, but you know that he's got the uh, the coin and everything. Flips the coin. Is that drink your milkshake? Yes, I drink your milkshake is what he says. Then uh, that's actually also what the guy in the joke is saying about his brother's milkshakes, which is the melted chunky monkey pints that he's drinking because he's drinking theirs. Yeah, they're elsewhere. Yeah. Now, I just want to double check something. Sure. You understood the joke, right? Yeah, like I <laughs> I understood the joke. I just don't see why it's funny. Okay, well, if it was alcohol and he only ordered two one night and the bartender's like, your brother died. I feel so sorry for you. And the guy says, my brother didn't die. I quit drinking. But he's still got two other pints there. So it's hypocritical or something. Oh. Now you get it? Yes. It's really funny, right? <laughs> Okay, so anyway, uh, we're recapping the Christmas episode. Do you think he just mm -hmm. doesn't drink them? He just buys them and sits there with them? Or do you think he... Well, no, he drinks them every night. He drinks all of them. No, I mean, in the last one where he just gets the two, do you think he drinks Oh, yeah, them? that's what makes the joke funny. Oh, he... Is he drinks them still. He says he quit drinking, but he drinks them still for his brothers. Oh... Okay, well, so anyway, um, now that you've skipped past this part, uh, you're just catching up with us again now. Uh, if you were reading the online guide for the episode, fair listener, you'll know that we obviously, in our online guide, which we put out on Vine every week for our podcast, we tell you which parts to skip through with your yeah. add 30 seconds button. And we told you mm -hmm. to hit that four times. So Don't do it right now. Don't do it right now. That was earlier. Yeah, you but already you, should have done it. But when you re-listen to this episode with your family mm -hmm. on Christmas Day. So nice. Had to listen twice. Yes. That's what a lot of our listeners say to us about the podcast. It's like two presents. You know the movie Don't Double Think... Double the pleasure, double the rum. rum. You know the movie Don't Think Twice about improv comedy? No. Okay. Well... We do want you to think twice about how good this episode of the podcast is. That's all I really want to say. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, uh, Mike Birbiglia fucks one of his students in that movie. Uh, oh, to be a student in Mike Birbiglia's <laughs> class. Oh, I would go crazy for him. Oh, yes, absolutely. I would sleepwalk with him into the um, sex dungeon. Hey, Slim, I drank a fifth of vodka. You dare me to drive? So... Why did I just play that quote from Eminem? Well, it's sort of 
postmodern pastiche kind of comedy. Uh, we have smart listeners that they get that yeah, kind you of sort thing. Of, you sort of get where we're going. They just kind of get it. And where yeah. we're going is oh, into the choo-choo train <laughs> of the Chicago subway. Uh, one of the most revered subway systems in all the world. Perfect. So basically, this episode of Chicago Heroes, which you all saw, opens on a busy uh, holiday subway station. Yeah, it's, bustling. It's the holiday time. Yeah. Uh, so people are, what are they doing in this opening estab- establishing shot, which is a film term for the first shot of a show? Yeah, so they're kind of bustling about. There's some... Um, people with shopping bags. There's some people carrying some steaming hot pies. There's some people. Um, Brown paper packages wrapped up with string. Yeah, that's not a Christmas song. A few of my favorite things. It's not. And it's just called My I, Favorite Things. A few of my favorite things are what I would. A few of my favorite things are what I'd like for Christmas this year. Don't give me terror and don't give me fear that's the song that a busker was playing yeah in the subway station and then everybody kept yelling that's not a christmas <laughs> they song kept yelling it which is why you said it right yeah i was just yeah you were just being a character half of what you say is you just parroting what you heard in the show yeah and the other half is just me parroting what um one of us said on twitter earlier in the day and the third half is parodying both of those things, which yes. is where the comedy comes from in this podcast. And you guys kind of get it. You guys kind of get it. You guys kind of get it. Booyah, kasha. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the thing about that busker playing, these are a few of my favorite things that I want for Christmas this year. It's not a don't Christmas song. Don't give me terror and don't give me fear. It's not a Christmas song. It's kind of a foreshadowing for the episode, right? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I'm asking the audience of our podcast who also watched the show. What pop you- quiz. It's a pop quiz. Pop quiz. What did you think was going to happen? And we are now going to give you five seconds of silence to think about it. One, two, two three, four, five. And okay. now we're going to give you five seconds to answer. One, two, two Three, four, five. So if you had seen the episode, what you answered was that there is going to be terror and fear happening. A lot of it. We'll get to that in a moment. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to the good stuff in a moment. So. (laughs) My God. So that was a belch that I recreated perfectly from the show. Yeah. So we zero in on our main character. Yeah, this guy. And kind of a dorky looking dumbass. He's wearing guy. a polo shirt tucked into his khakis, which yeah. are pleated. Stupid. He has wireframe glasses, but they're not stylish like Warby Parker type glasses. No. They look like they came from the lens, lens crafters. crafters in the mall. Or Pearl Vision or, or some Vision. dumbass place. The Costco. Hey. The Costco. Uh, eyeglass shop. I can't really think of what it's called. I mean, just the Costco. Yeah, Costco's fine. So that's where this guy's glasses look like they came from. But not the stylish section of the Costco vision shop. Yeah. The part that they say is for kids. 
the the part where they say they have the glasses, you know. But they were like adult size. But or they adult were size glasses, <laughs> and it has a poster over the glasses, and it says, you know, for kids. <laughs> That's actually not a bad poster. It's idea. not a bad poster idea. Um, <laughs> and you could use that one for if you were Michelle Obama, and you were trying. Oh, to, and I wish I was. You were trying to get. I think about it all the time. Nutritious school lunches into schools. Let's move. Where do you want to move to? The Oval Office. So that's what Barry turned to uh, Michelle and said to her on that fateful day when he was walking on the south side with her. And they looked into each other's eyes and they experienced such great love and tenderness mm-hmm. and compassion and ambition. Uh-huh. And you know the rest of the story. And it ends right here because this is the present. So let's get back to the present. Uh, and specifically, let's get back to the presents. Mm-hmm. That this guy who we zero in on, this dorky guy, and let, let's specify, he's very, very, very rich. Yes. We made him sound like he's not rich. We made him sound like a dopey, dumbass, poor guy, but he is not. Not rich. He's checking his bank account. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's got... Uh, numbers I can't even read up to. It's got too many zeros on it to count. It yeah. looks like he has zero dollars. Because there's so, so many, many zeros. zeros. And it kind of pans over each zero, and mm-hmm. you're kind of like, okay, this guy has no money. From right to left. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes, and then there's a seven, and then there's a six, and then there's a two, and then there's a dollar sign, and then the sound goes, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah, it's 267 dollars. Yeah. And he picks up a phone call uh-huh. and he says, nope, sorry, I can't get you a Christmas present this year. Bye. Yeah, hangs up. Yeah. Okay, so this guy is kind of a, a miser. Yeah, the guy at the taco stand in the subway where he was eating his taco from. Uh, says, right before he got carted out by CTA security. Oh, yeah. So there's a taco stand guy selling tacos to this guy, the mm-hmm. big rich guy. Big rich. Big rich guy answers his phone, looks at his bank account. Answers his phone, mm-hmm. says, uh, I can't, get, I can't you. get you a present. Taco stand guy says, who was that? Taco, the big rich guy says, that was my daughter. Uh, yeah. Taco stand guy says, you're a greedy, greedy man. Yeah. You're a greedy man. You're a very bad, greedy man. Yeah. And then the guy goes, big rich guy goes, um, actually, I just called the police yep. on my bank app. So they're coming to get you because you're not supposed to be down here. Right. He has a panic button in his bank app that he can press uh, because he's so rich that people are trying to assassinate him all the time. Yeah. Right. But and he, it just gets like the normal police to come. It gets the normal police to come and he mostly uses it to get rid of kind of poor people who are asking him for things or who are just like kind of in his way in his way. Or, and how do we know all this? Well, we read the Wikipedia for the episode. Um, he also uses this bank app to, he, or the panic well, button. Well, they sort of did like the pop-up video thing too. Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. In the episode. Oh, the Wikipedia. They did a pop-up VH1 style pop-up video. Sponsored by Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Thought that was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I mean, it is to everybody who's listening. It is because they've seen the episode. Right. And in this pop-up video, Wikipedia, it says often this guy who is, his name is Bill, quote, Scrooge, Scrooge. Windows. Uh, that's Bill Windows is his name. But everybody calls him Scrooge. Scrooge. 
Um, I think you can see why. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because he's really famous for having developed uh, this um, kind of really famous software and yeah. stuff, you yeah. know, uh, that was on computers and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, basically whole worldwide. And people call him Scrooge. This is my understanding anyway. Yeah. They call him Scrooge because he's like the one who screwed it together. <laughs> you know, screw, oh, screwed the software together. Yeah, it's spelled C S C R O O D. G-E. Screwed. Yeah. Now, you can, you guys, you listeners, you can dig into the back archives, archives of our show if you'd like to hear more spelling-based humor. Keep calm and archive on. Okay. So we're getting a little off track here, but basically what it said in the pop-up video, Wikipedia, about Bill Scrooge Windows, richest man on earth, who developed important software and who screwed it together is that he uses the panic button in his bank app sometimes if he just wants to get out of paying for something. Right. So he'll have the person who's working the register carted off by police. So he actually didn't even have to pay for that taco. Yep. So anyway, what basically happens then is, uh, well, you can take this next. Yeah, sure. Next so um, train starts pulling into the station and, I think one thing we didn't mention maybe is that on one, uh, on the platform, there's a bunch of people in red Santa hats. Oh, and full Santa suits also. Yeah, exactly. We pan down. Yeah. So we, we start see the, at the hat, hats. And then we see their eyes. Then we see their nose, nose mouth, teeth, neck, beard, neck, beard, <laughs> teeth. Yes. <laughs> it went down to the neck beard and back up to the teeth and then back down across the neck beard because they wanted to give double the pleasure. Double the rum. And they kind of pan down and then you see the Santa suits and then... They're holding coconut rum, which explains the previous thing. <laughs> yeah, which A lot explains of these guys the joke, are. yeah. And, and then, gals, guys and gals. Oh, and gals. Yes, and gender non-conforming or non-binary Santa clauses. Yeah. Um, and so... Old people. <laughs> young people also yeah dogs yeah cats people in wheelchairs people with crutches yep um a lot of amputee troops right yep so tall it, people short people yeah so there was blondes brunettes redheads sexy sexy redheads mm -hmm. and then the train pulls child up. cancer patients and then the train pulls yeah. up I just kind of wanted to establish the whole like Men how many people there were of mankind yeah. and how important it w it was to see them all kind of coming together for this sort of like SantaCon thing. So that's what it was. SantaCon was are in Chicago. We are the world. So it's actually like really moving to see all these people kind of coming together to celebrate the holiday. And um, I was feeling warmed by it. I was feeling um, a little jolly and I'm kind of wondering okay, so is this like a feel-good thing? Is this going to be like they teach this guy the meaning of Christmas or something right here on the train platform? Well, no. What happens is... Yeah, I was is, hoping they would beat the shit out of him. <laughs> is that like what you meant? Yeah, te yeah, teaching him the true meaning of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so then the... <laughs> now I'm just imagining being... Which in is a, stealing from the... Go ahead. Yeah, well, now I'm imagining being in an altercation and me being like, I'm going to teach you the, the meaning of Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, so the Just train... stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the train pulls in. The train so pulls in. So we've covered in. that. Train pulls in. 
<laughs> yeah. And boy, does it. It's wrapped in wrapping paper. The wrapped whole in wrapping train. paper. This is a holiday. If you guys have never seen this, you're going to have your gourds fucking blown. Yeah. Which you have because you saw the episode of TV. Yeah. And let me ask you now, fair listener, was your gourd fucking blown? You don't need five seconds to answer because it's a yes or no question. Yeah. Um, Booyakasha. So the train stops, the doors open, and nobody gets off because the train is also full of people dressed as Santa. So yeah. we have to assume that this is heading to SantaCon. SantaCon, Chicago SantaCon, CSC. It's the biggest SantaCon in the world outside New York. And uh, honestly, maybe even bigger than New York. Even bigger than New York. Um, that's actually the motto for Chicago SantaCon <laughs> is biggest SantaCon in the world outside New York. Actually, it's even bigger than New York exclamation point. Yeah. It used to not be bigger and then it got bigger, <laughs> but they didn't want to reprint. <laughs> so they sort of added things beneath it to the poster, to the poster yeah, and koozies. Oh yeah. That was only the first, maybe half or third of the motto that we just shared. <laughs> cause they really, cause that was a few years ago. Yeah. So yeah. they kept adding to that. Yeah. Bigger than the population of New York now. That was actually. the next thing. It yeah, said. yeah. Bigger than the population of New York now. Actually, <laughs> period. Uh, no, seriously, comma. We're not lying this time, comma. We were lying the first time we said it was bigger than New York, but now we can prove it. Yeah. Uh, and then it just has a big number after it. Yeah. So. Um. So. Uh. Train stops people are on it mm -hmm. it's already pretty packed it's already been stopped even yeah <laughs> and all these santa clauses on the platform i'm like uh i'm like to myself and to you when we were watching it i was like boy i hope they're not getting on that train yeah That's and then so the train stops and the doors open and it's full of santas already i don't know <laughs> yeah I'm... i don't know if we covered that did we cover that <laughs> No. Yeah. And so then you're, I'm just trying to give you a picture of how the scene and how it happened. It's so pretty in there. The, the, what the do you lights. call the bar that goes from the top of the train to the bottom of the train? The stripper pole, basically. It's, uh, <laughs> it looks like a candy cane. Yeah. You know, which coincidentally also a good name for a stripper. Yeah. So that works two ways. Or if you're a stripper and you're, yeah. Um, doing a sort of routine where you're like an elf or something <laughs> and the, the, then you would do a thing where you like where you call the stripper pole a candy cane and Ooh, you I need to like, get on my can I need to take a ride on a, my a candy, candy cane. cane and then you, yeah or maybe between dances you need to go back into the dressing room and uh <coughs> have a little candy cane to keep you going. Oh yeah. Right. Dude, I'd see the shit out of that show. Oh yeah. Anyway, so the train stops and the doors open and Santas are all in there. Oh, have we covered that part? I don't think so. I and don't so think then so either, the, yes. the doors Santa, open. The doors open. Open and boy <laughs> do they open. Wide. And the inside of that train is gorgeous and oh, packed with Santas. Gorgeous. So Christmas then, spirit. <laughs> So then the other Santas try Dripping getting inside the doors. Oh, yeah. So they do try to go on. And uh, and they get just packed like sardines. Sardines. And Bill Windows tries to get in, too. Yeah, but he has to fight his way yeah. through a bunch of Santas. So he's like way at the back. He was at the taco stand. Yeah, because he was sort of getting this guy arrested and wanted to make sure he got pulled out. Oh, yeah. He's he's actually um, he's uh, saluting the officers. Yeah, and they they said and to him, of, "How's about a tip?" 
And he says, I don't got any cash. I already pay your salary. Yeah. Bitch. That's what he said. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the cops are kind of like, yeah. And the cops are kind of like, okay, thank you, Bill. They Um, said Mr. Windows. They actually got on their knees and said it to him. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Windows. Yeah. And one so, of them started trying to never mind. Um, no, trying to what? Unzip Bill's <laughs> pants. So they got on their knees and they were saying, "You're welcome," you know, "Thank you," and everything. And like, I thought they did the next trying, logical thing, which is unzip, unzip Bill Windows pants. Because I guess Bill Windows the is window- kind of used to just going around. Bill Windows pants. Oh, I think you said the Windows pants. Well, not no, not the pants of an. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, we forgot to say this. Bill Windows pleated khakis. They were a little bit festive, which is they had the logo of Windows all over them because he wears his own fashion line everywhere. But his software is not called Window. No, it's called Doors. <laughs> so the doors are open on the train, and these Santas are piling on, and yeah. it just looks like Bill quote marks Scrooge windows, windows is just not going to make it. And he he's starts trying, yelling and screaming and kicking and just kind of throwing what I would call a hissy fit and throwing elderly people out of the way. Yeah. And stomping ch- children. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. He- and I don't want to belabor this too much. Mm. He doesn't get on the train. No train no. pulls away without him. No speeds down the track. He pulls a knife right before he tries to get on the train. Yeah. The guy right in front of me says, you don't step out of the way. I'm going to cut you with this fucking knife. So the train pulls away. <laughs> yeah, and he's it just, doesn't work. He's just kind of standing there wagging the knife. And he goes, uh, I'll, I'll get you all. You got, you'll all pay. Yes. Um, and well, one second and three more seconds later, they all they did pay. do. And I bet he regretted it. Where would you say that that train was going? It was going to Santa Con, I guess. Chicago, yeah, that's Santa where Con, I would say it's going. Downtown. Yeah. You know, um, but it's actually going nowhere because there is a big, big, big explosion. Yeah. I mean, we're talking Michael Bay. Well, we're literally talking we're Michael literally Bay. Talking Michael he Bay. directed this scene. Yeah, he directed just this scene. Uh, his intern directed the rest of the episode. Uh, and th- by his intern, of course, I mean Robert De Niro. Yep. Uh, who... Must be really cold in here. Yeah. Uh, uh, shit. This might be an edit point where something doesn't make sense. If so, it's because the heater came on in the room and we had to turn it off. So I have no idea what we were just talking about, about the episode, except for that we were talking about the explosion. So this big giant explosion happens in the, it, like it's like a big flaming explosion coming out of the, coming back down the tunnel from where the train went. Yeah. So that everybody the can see it. Station. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's definitely like, you know, Michael Bay size proportions. I mean, we're talking battleship. We're talking, yeah. Pearl Harbor. I don't know if he directed that one, but we're talking, you know, saving private private pain and pain and gain. Yeah, yeah, and saying saving <laughs> private Ryan. Ryan, and uh, Bill Scrooge Windows uh, says to there's a there's a guy who's still standing next to him who also didn't get onto the train, pretty much like a weak little kid who couldn't make it onto the train. Um, he he says, Mister, do you think Mister, do you think that those people are okay? And 
Bill Windows looks at him and goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, he does. So uh, it's safe to say everybody on the train definitely died. Definitely died. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was gruesome. It was sad. And um, I think that, I mean, when we were talking earlier about like what a beautiful sight it was to see all these people coming together, it was um, equally uh, upsetting to know that they all perished in what was supposed to be a, a beautiful moment. I cry every time. I Well, yeah, we've watched this, what? A bunch of times. 12, 15, 100 times? Yeah, one for every day of Advent. And uh, I'll tell you where that train... Well, I'll tell you where the people on that train are actually going now. To infinity and beyond! Get it? Yeah, that's great. Heaven. Okay. Yeah, heaven. So, most of them. And Bill Scrooge windows, we'll see. Because yeah. he's been set up in this episode so far, I would say, is it safe to say he's the bad guy? He's a little devil. Yeah. Well, we cut to a different storyline now. Or yes. actually, it's the same one, but with it's, a different character, yeah. right? Which is a different storyline. And it's a type of storytelling to yes. cut. Yes. Right? Directors all go, cut! Yeah. So everything we just saw was one take. Yeah. And now we get another take, which is Mayor Lisa Kudrow's take. Now, if you remember Mayor Lisa, if you've listened to previous episodes of this podcast or you're watching Chicago Heroes live on air, uh, you'll know that Mayor Lisa Kudrow is the mayor of Chicago and she's currently making a presidential run. Yeah. Uh, she is, she has had some setbacks. Sh- setbacks. And shall we say she's weaved herself a little web. Yes. And she's tried to catch voters in it. Yeah. <laughs> Any way that she can. She's kind of a femme fatale, black widow kind of type. Kind of a rat fucker. Kind of a rat fucker. Uh, what do you mean by that? Maybe explain that one. Isn't a rat fucker is like a politician who gets by like on deceit and. I'm actually not sure. I thought that that's interesting. I'm not it's sure. It's a rat fuck. Or I'm is not rat sure. Fuck the act- rat fuck the action, rat fucker the noun? I-, I don't know. All that I know is that we cut to Mayor Lisa Kudrow, and she's in her bedroom on the penthouse of Chicago Tower, and she is wearing a cat suit, and she's fucking a guy wearing a rat suit. And she's saying, give yeah. it to me dirty, eat me like a piece of cheese. Yeah, so uh, it was actually... Um- it's a slang term for political sabotage or dirty tricks. Yeah. And so this, I feel like this sex scene with her where she's, as I just said, fucking a rat, wearing a cat suit and fucking a guy wearing a rat suit. Yeah. Kind of drives it home. Eat me like a piece of cheese. It's sort of. Wait, she's telling them. Oh, okay. Cause she's the cat and she tells the mouse, eat me like a piece of cheese. Yeah. And he's a rat. Yeah. Uh, and then she does keep calling him. Eat me. She says, eat me like a piece of cheese. You little mouse. And he keeps saying, <laughs> I'm a rat. I'm a rat. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm I'm a a rat. rat. And she gets a uh, phone call on her big red phone. Yeah. And she goes, okay, get off of me. I'm, I'm going to do my job now. Getting a phone call on my big red phone, do my job now. Yeah. So she picks it up and, um, obviously, you know what a big red phone means. It means there's a big emergency. It only rings when something terrible has happened. Yeah. So she picks it up and yeah, the guy on the other side says, train blowed up (laughs) yeah uh he does and she says why are you talking like that and he says uh i'm on roaming yeah don't have much data yeah bye (laughs) 
So, so she turns to the rat. She's very smart, though. And she goes, hey, mouse. Um, uh, the fuck was that about? The fuck was that? Uh, do you know anything about a train exploding? Yeah, and he's looking online at this point. And yeah. he says, it's all over the, it's all over online. There was a big explosion down at Holiday Station. And his boner's <laughs> kind of gone now. It's, yeah. Kind That's of an interesting like detail that you shared. Um, <laughs> just, but it was interesting that Michael Bay's intern, Robert De Niro, the director of the rest of this episode, also chose to show us that. Well, I think it's interesting because like if, um, if he's still hard, that kind of tells you a little bit about what type of person that is. If yeah. He, you know, like he has feelings too. Yeah. Right. Because he's like, uh, he sees that there's been this big explosion and it bothers him. Yeah. Makes him not Yeah. Basically like that. Mayor Lisa Kudrow. Now what happens to her? She gets a giant lady boner. Yeah, she's when like she oh, finds no. out there was an explosion in her yeah. city. So you might be wondering why. Why? Why would she care? Or I mean, she should care. Why would she uh, be excited about this? Well, yeah. kind of um, fucked up is what I was saying. Yeah, she twisted, got a big lady boner off that. Twisted, a little sinister. And the reason is, if you're paying attention to her character and what she's kind of been doing over the the past few episodes, she's been really. Um, taking times of crisis um, or manipulating situations to her advantage. Yeah. And she, I think this situation, she sees a huge opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. The rat goes, he goes, why'd you get a huge lady boner? Same way we were thinking. Yeah. And she goes, you couldn't find my clitoris while we were fucking and now you can see it. Yeah. That's what she says. Uh, and he, and like- he goes, yeah, it's huge now. <laughs> And she goes, yeah, but that's not exactly the point I was making. And he goes, what the, he goes, people died. What the frick kind of point? He says, frick. He says, what the frick kind of point were you making? And And she goes, you didn't fuck me good and eat me like a piece of cheese, mouse. And then he just kind of leaves. He leaves. Um, And uh, so she pulls down a copy of Naomi Klein's book, The Shock Doctrine, uh which is about the U.S., um, you know, exploiting crises around the world in order to spread uh, radical free market capitalism. Yeah, so it's know. kind of clever that she pulls that down and like right. a little. And she says, "Ah, wink. this is my Bible." Yeah, and a li- it's kind of like a little wink to the viewers to know what that book is about. Right, people who have read another book, so to speak. <laughs> uh, so, what's the other? What's the bu- the first book? Uh huh. The Bible. Because you know how whenever oh, you're online... she says, this is my Bible. She goes, this is my Bible. Okay. And, and so it's for people who've read a different book. For people who've read another book. Another book. Yeah. Because you know when you're online and you say something from the Bible and people say, read another book. That's interesting because it's... Um, aren't technically all the chapters of the Bible a book? That's a great point. And I'm going to use that as a comeback. Yeah, me too time. on Good Twitter. We can both can. Yeah, we it. both can. We're both going to hand. So... Hand. We cut That's again. what Ben does when he wants me to shut the hell up. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Mm-hmm. And that's something that you and I never say to each other. No. I always we, understand. Because we do. Yeah. We vibing. We vibing. Vibe check. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Instead of Joe Biden, I would like a little we vibing. Oh, <laughs> And so would Mayor Lisa Kudrow, it seems yeah. like, after the kind of pipe down that her rat didn't yeah. give her. She smokes a ton, a ton of weed. Of weed. 
Oh, so you're saying, because she did. I remember seeing <laughs> yes. this in the episode. Obviously, everything we say comes from the episode. Um, <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> so that's interesting. I was thinking that the reason that she was smoking the... Okay, so I was saying she needs a good... Uh, she needs a good... She wants to be... Wee, she wants a wee vibin because she needs to be getting vibin on her clit because the rat wasn't yeah. fucking her. No, I get that. Because he didn't give her a good pipe down. Yeah. And then you say she's smoking a ton of weed. Yeah. So she's getting a different kind of piping down? Well, she... Smoke coming down the pipe? getting different vibes. Different vibes. Good vibes. Good vibrations. Good vibrations. That's not really a song the way I sang it. But we cut. That's a good impression of that song. The whole point is that we cut. Okay. I wish we called. I wish we called doing um, covers of songs doing an impression. Doing an impression of the song. song. Um, do ba doom, good vibrations. Um, boom ba doom, Oh, Mayor Lisa Kudrow doing the exploitation of a crisis. So she shows up to her press conference and she says they pulled together a press conference in the lick of time thousands of screaming fans saluting her and goose stepping yeah and she said goose stepping they were walking like ducks because it was um because they didn't have porta potties at the uh oh so they had little events poopies and peepees oh you thought i meant the other kind of goose stepping no all these people at mary lisa kudra's big rally Uh uh-huh were not goose stepping the way that Nazis at Hitler rallies do. Oh, I, I could a, see how that would be confusing. Yeah. No, they were walking like ducks because they have poo-poo and pee-pee stuck in their little buttholes. You could, could say, though, that some of her followers do kind of act like Nazis. A lot of undercuts. Yeah. And haircuts. sort of just like being mean online. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her followers wear frog masks. Yeah. Big cartoon frog masks. So there yeah. Are all these... Picture the Guy Fox mask from V for Vendetta. But it's a frog. It's a green frog. Doesn't look anything like the Guy Fox mask. <laughs> but it's like But it's like a lot of a people mask. wearing it. Yeah. Um and all showing up to this rally and walking like they have shit stuck in their buttholes. <laughs> or whizzes stuck in their pee-pees. Yes. And if you whiz through your butthole and you shit through your, your urethra, that's okay. People are different. Bodies are different. Yeah. And after Mayor Lisa Kudrow finishes kind of doing her freewheeling riff on that idea, <laughs> she says, mark my words, we're going to catch the terrorists. And yes, I'm not afraid to say it. They're terrorists. Yeah. Who have put our fair city in their crosshairs. Yes. And, and shot at it like a gun, but with a bomb yeah. on a train station, mm-hmm. which is worse than a gun because it can kill more people. Yeah. And her speechwriter kind of turned to her and was like, he was um, on did stage. You, yeah, it's kind of like, did you make some edits to this? Really, like, yeah. before you came out, and she goes, "Yes, you're fired." By she the She goes, way. "Yeah, I th- yeah." She says, "I threw the whole fucking thing out." Yeah, you're, you're fired, fired. By the way, <laughs> Merry she, Christmas. She goes, "Bitch, you're fired." She does it a few times. You're fired, and he's kind of like, "Yeah, I get it." He's like, "I get it." You're doing yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. She goes, "Who's that? I never heard of him." You're fired. <laughs> That's a good cover of Donald Trump. And that's what all of the, um, the her fans or whatever. Do they have name? Mary Lisa Kudrow fans? Uh, Kudrow Bros. Kudrow Bros. Dro that's what bro. all the Kudrow Dro, Bros. Dro Bros. Dro Bros. Yeah, that's what all the Dro Bros are saying. Is uh oh when she says I'm gonna get I'm gonna we're gonna get payback is what she says. Yeah, we're gonna terrorize the terrorists. Yes, she goes. Who terrorizes the terrorists? And they all go. 
We do. <laughs> she goes, who terrorizes the terrorists? We do. And she says, revenge is a dish best, best served, served immediately. And she goes, and I'm that's assigning against conventional wisdom. Yeah, she says that's well. That's what her one of her advisors kind of he tries. He puts a finger up like a dweeb. He's this fucking pencil. <laughs> what a fuck. nerd! Yeah, he puts a finger up. He goes, "Excuse me, ma'am, it's against conventional wisdom." And then she goes, "You're, You're fired." fired. <laughs> she goes, "Not a good look for Lisa Kudrow or her followers, or her aide, or her aide, because he just fucked up at his job on stage in front of thousands of people." Yeah, and they're all kind of laughing, laughing, laughing at him. And I can see why you're saying it's a bad look for them because they kind of seem like bullies. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but she's Lisa Kudrow. I mean, we we love her. We love her, don't we? You Who is that? It's Trump again. <laughs> Getting a lot of use out of that one. The uh-oh one, yeah. So anyway. Um, Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yeah. So the point is. Uh-huh. What's the point, Sarah? <laughs> Help me out here. Well, the point is she gets all these people kind of aroused and, <laughs> aroused and rallied around the idea that she's going to catch a terrorist. Of course, yeah. we don't know if it was or wasn't a terrorist, but that doesn't seem to matter to her. She just wants to be in control of the situation and the narrative. She puts together, she says, I'm putting together a task force, and we cut to her with this. Um, oh, and she says, I'm putting together a task force, and they have 24 hours to solve the case. Yeah, and everybody's kind of like, okay. They're um, like, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. she goes to Cop Monica, yeah, and she's like, you're going to be the head of this task mm-hmm. force. And um, Monica's like, how are we going to find these guys in the next 24 hours? And Mary Lisa Kudrow says, well, you don't necessarily have, have to. to. Do you want to keep going? Or I just love that line. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, it's such a good writing. Yeah. You don't well, necessarily You don't necessarily have to. Have to. Oh. Yeah. Pretty cool that she said that and pretty cool for whoever wrote it. And so then Monica says, the fuck? What are you, what yeah. are you asking? And Mayor Lisa Kudrow says, well, we didn't say we were going to find the real terrorists. All we need to do is tell people that there is a terrorist. And then it doesn't, they don't have to be the actual guys who did it or guy yeah. who did it. It can just sort of be whoever. Which is also a really good piece of writing. It was really good. And Monica goes, uh, why are you telling me this plan? And she, and she goes, look, well, she goes, I have a couple things to say, <laughs> is what she says. She says, first of all, I don't think this is a good plan. Yeah. Second of all, why are you telling it to me? And then she says, that's about it. And Mary Lisa Kudrow goes, do you remember 9-11? And Monica goes, uh, yeah, of course I do. And Marilisa Kudrow goes, Rudy Giuliani got time person of the year after 9-11 happened. Most imp- and Monica goes, okay, what's your point? And she goes, this could be our 9-11. This could be 12-24. People are going to stop calling it Christmas Eve in Chicago. They're going to call it 12-24. And I'm going to be the mayor who, she says, stopped it. And then she goes, well, but I didn't stop it, but I'm going to be the mayor who- Rudy Giuliani s- did. Rudy Giuliani did, which is- clean the city up after it yeah um, it's a very messy messy piece of dialogue yeah but what i love about the show is that it sounds like how people talk it, there's a verisimilitude to the speech in this in this verisimilitude yep 
Did you make that joke the other day? And it wasn't the other day, but it was in season months one. Months and months and months ago. Sarah and I had the same sort of little, I guess you could call it banter, about the word verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. Did you make that joke the other day? And, uh... So anyway, the the point is, we, <laughs> like... Yeah, the point is, like, we, uh, like... Oh, oh, oh it's very funny is, to make fun of me. Uh, yo, it's so oh, funny to the, make fun of me. It's so fun. It's so funny. It's so funny. Is that Adam Sandler? <laughs> it's it's so, 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 so funny. Um, so you might be thinking, okay, guys, this was like a two-minute scene. Why are you still talking about it? And, and that's what we're saying also. Yeah, that's kind of what we're saying too. So we're just going to skip ahead to when Monica arrests our Patsy. Yeah. Uh, and... Did, and yeah, so we so so there's this guy that's been kind of around the fringes of the show. Yeah, sort of doesn't have much to do. Nine episodes at this point since yeah. the beginning of season three. Seems like he's just sort of buddies with these guys, but like doesn't really have much to do. Like right. isn't really a hero per His se. His name is Ross, and he's played by David Schwimmer. And there's often jokes about his name. People say, what are you, a swimmer? And he says, my name's David Schwimmer. And that's actually my actor name. <laughs> I'm my Ross. name and the characters, my name and the, my character name. And he kind of stumbles over his words a lot, which makes him also stupid. not very likable yeah. and stupid. Because my character, my name and the character, my, my name and the character name is Ross, is what he says. And they say, yeah, I this is what happens a lot of times. <laughs> People say, yeah, I know. I was just giving you shit and you freaking take it every time. You're you fall a loser. for it every time. You're a Mark. You're a loser. Fuck you, Mark. Rube. Rube. Well, that's why they've chosen this guy. Yeah. Right? Of course. Um, so he's actually- Absolute a, dipshit. He's a paleontologist <laughs> at Chicago Museum. Absolute dipshit. And he's got his degree online. Yep. And he- Paleontology.com. Was on a security, and we know that because, and this is one of the saddest things about him, honestly, he carries around his degree <laughs> with yeah. him. Kind of like unfurls it. <laughs> yeah, well, he has to open the frame to unfurl it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a scroll. Like a big scroll. And then he has to put it back in the frame. Yeah. And he was on a security he's eating a sandwich when Monica comes up to him. So he's at this sandwich place that's above the rubble of Holiday Station. It still has kept operating. Yeah. Right? And Holiday... It's sort of like a place for people to come and reflect or mm -hmm. leave. Yeah. Mayor Lisa Kudrow has actually dubbed it Ground One. Uh, one she, better than it's zero. one better than zero. Mm-hmm. So Ross is eating a sandwich at Ground One and crying a little bit. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a dipshit and he sucks, but he's also, he has a heart. He has feelings, people. Get this through your head. And just because somebody sucks and you wouldn't ever want to hang out with them or even talk to them or honestly even see them on the street doesn't mean that they don't have feelings. Right. All I have are negative thoughts. That's what he's kind of murmuring to himself. As yeah, he and cries honestly, and it's pretty unsettling. <laughs> cries and eats his sandwich. It's very unsettling. And you're sort of like, Okay, he probably did it. Probably did it. Monica shows up and she... Cuffs um, him. Cuffs him. First thing. Yeah, first thing she does is she cuffs him. And then she reads him his rights. Yep. And he goes, what am I even being arrested for? 
And she goes, we got you on tape, buddy. We saw everything you did. Get in the van and I'll show you. Isn't the first thing that you read in the Miranda rights like why they're being arrested? I... You're under arrest for... Oh, yeah, you're Exploding right. the train station. You have the right to remain silent. Right. And she but says that like, after. She says like, that afterwards. What? Yeah. Yeah. And, she, and then she turns to her partner, who's played by Dave Franco, and she says, remember to cut, remember to splice together the footage on the body cam of me so saying that I do what this he's right. arrested for. Yeah, in the right order. Yeah. Because Dave Franco, he's kind of an amateur DJ. But what a dreamy guy. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, I know, I know you know how to do all that music editing shit because you're a fucking DJ. Yeah, just put it in GarageBand and mix some stuff around. Yeah. And he goes, no problem, boss. There's a lot of nice little... It, the funny thing about the show is there's like... Oh, well, everything's funny about the show. It's a drama. It's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. So everything's funny about it. Anyway, the point <laughs> is as we... And that's what we're, we're going to rename this segment. The segment <laughs> where we recap the show, <laughs> which is the main segment of our episode of... <laughs> Please save me. Yeah. We're going to recall that. The point is uh-huh. for this episode. Anyway, uh-huh. the point is um, she gets Ross into the van. She shows him a video and it's a security tape of him eating a sandwich at this same place. <laughs> same exact spot. Same exact spot. Just standing over the garbage can. <laughs> Earlier that day when the attack happened. <laughs> right. Because it's 24 hours, right? So it's still the same day that the attack happened. I'm just now realizing um, so he had lunch there and now he's having dinner there and he's the saddest part is you can see in the video, the security tape, he eats one half of the sandwich and then he carefully wraps the second half up Yeah, and he says to himself, save this one for later. And this like Barack Obama. Did that sound like Barack Obama? I don't know what it sounded like. Well, that is how he said it to himself. Yeah. Is he, he yeah. tried to kind of do a little of impression course. to make himself smile. Yeah. Because, he didn't smile though. No, he didn't <laughs> smile. But you know how he's all like, all I have are negative Yeah, thoughts. he says that a lot. He says to himself, he goes, let me be clear. I'm going to save this half of the sandwich for later. I wish we did more than three impressions on this podcast. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Doesn't sound anything like that. Sounds like, Bill like Dana Carvey. <laughs> Didn't Dana Carvey do a Bill Clinton impression? No, no. George W. Bush. Yeah. No, George Bush. No, George Bush. George Sr. Bush. Yeah. I don't know any quotes from George Sr. Bush. Um, My son is going to get us into a war. Strategery. So, it's tough. Anyway, uh, Ross goes, this isn't proof of anything. And Monica goes, buddy, we don't need proof. Have you ever heard of the Patriot Act? And he goes, duh, duh, no, I never have. All I know about is dinosaurs. And bones. And she goes, yeah, okay. She goes, we're going to lock you the fuck up and you're never going to see the sun again. You're never going to see a dinosaur. You're never going to fuck a dinosaur bone again, you fucking pervert yeah monica goes in hard and she's a she's kind of a hard cop she cuts teeth and she, you can't say it but i will she's a bitch you're right i can say that she's a pig as a cop oh yeah not yeah, as yeah. a woman she's yeah. not a pig like she's not a pig-like woman no she's, she's just a, a pig because she's a cop. cop yeah um oink oink. oink oink and that's what she says to him i mean yeah, that's like how taunting him badass yeah. she is as yeah. a cop is she's actually taken back the term pig Right, and if you look at her little nameplate that she wears, proud it says pig. "Proud Pig." So anyway, we cut back to Scrooge's storyline. Bill Scrooge windows, 
and he's trying to he we see him looking at himself in the mirror yeah and he says who are you and what have you become yeah and then the mirror the mirror image of him talks back to him in yep. kind of like a really cool editing editing way and says um i don't know who you are anymore yeah and that's a problem <laughs> big so, problem uh windows we have a problem yes we see him walking through the uh corridors of his home yeah and looking at all the portraits of himself on the walls which is the whole walls is lined all with the them. walls it's like the hall of mm-hmm. windows and they're all saying to him who are you who are you who are you who are you and he goes I'm who am i yeah who am i what's this what's this there's something very wrong that's what he says after that and he goes here's what's wrong is i've been an evil man i've been a bad man i'm kind of a dick i'm kind of a dick i could afford with the with a blink of my wallet to feed the planet and yet i haven't i haven't i've used my private foundation to give donations to of discarded t-shirts to children in sub-saharan africa and that's about it yeah uh i gave one laptop per child but i knew that they were shitty laptops and they were broken they were actually remaindered nintendo ds's that didn't work didn't even give them internet didn't even give them internet who am i you know what's this what's this there's something very wrong so he thinks, okay, so what can I do to make this right? And he says, okay, well, I, maybe I can feed everybody in the world. And he says, no, that won't work. Maybe I could give everybody internet. No, that won't work. Yeah. So then we see... And what, he's having this conversation with his butler. Yeah, and yeah. his butler's kind of like... The one saying, no, that won't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he looks at the butler and he goes, I've got it. Mm-hmm. And so then we sort of see a fun little montage of Bill Scrooge Windows <laughs> trying to bring back Christmas spirit to the grief-stricken city of Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Who is that? Just like a basketball announcer? Oh, that's just like a guy. <laughs> so he goes, and what's his first task? He goes He's to... going around and he's busting. It's nighttime now. Yes. Right? He's going around and he for, tries to get himself down the chimney of, he goes, he says to himself, to his butler, I mean, he says, well, there was all those Santas was on the train car and they were all died. So somebody's got to deliver presents. It's Christmas Eve night. Yeah. Someone's he said gotta, Santa <laughs> Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. So he carries around a boombox playing Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town. He blasts that really, really loud to sort of wake people up inside of their house. Yeah, he turns it on once he gets inside. Oh, yeah. He tries to stuff himself down the chimney. Really sneakily. Uses his helicopter. So basically he has his butler fly helicopter. (laughs) Bill Scrooge windows rappels down on a cable to try to get into the chimney. Can't get in. Yeah, that's sort of the sound it makes as he's going down. 
Dun 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 dun. And the sound that was made when the rat was going down earlier on Mary Lisa Kudrow was no sound at all. Yeah. Because nothing was happening down there. No. He just kept kind of like putting. He was kind of just kept palming. He just kind of was using his flat palm. <laughs> right? And just kind of, kind of. Um, and saying, is this tapping? Right? Is this yeah, right? Using his flat palm saying, is this right? That's not how you go down on anybody. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, 101. Yeah. Hey, Mouse, where'd you go to? Business school. Business school. <laughs> okay. So the point is that Bill Scrooged Windows doesn't get into the chimney, so he goes in through the back door, breaks it down with a mallet. Yeah. And he stands in the living room, starts playing... Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. The big boombox on his shoulder, like he's freaking... John Cusack. Yeah. And say anything. Yep. And who holds he definitely holds it on his shoulder in that movie. Doesn't he? He holds it above his head, right? <laughs> yeah, but on his shoulder. Okay. I feel like I'm getting criticized right now for not remembering say anything right. So let me explain myself. <laughs> um, here's what I mean. Um, okay. Uh I love when people are wrong and like double down being let me wrong. think why I was actually right. <laughs> Okay, so you know how we have the phrase standing on the shoulders of giants? Yeah. Okay, so Bill Scrooge Windows is a giant. Would you agree? A giant of industry and software? A a titan of technology, even. Yeah. And so for other people, holding something all the way above their heads is like when he puts something on his shoulder because he's so big like a giant. Hmm. It doesn't make a lot of okay. sense, but it, it makes me feel better about myself to have an explanation for it. Sure. Okay. Anyway, the family comes down and he, Bill Gates... Uh, he has to dodge a bunch of swings of the baseball bat. And yeah. And his name was actually Bill Windows. I just screwed up. His what? name was not Bill Gates. Um, Do you say that? I just said Bill Gates. I don't Who's know why that? I said that. I don't know. This guy's name is obviously Bill Scrooge, Scrooge Windows. <laughs> And anyone can tell because he's wearing pants with windows on them. <laughs> he's wearing a polo shirt tucked into them. And he's wearing wireframe glasses. And he has like a weedy haircut. Yeah. And he invented a bunch of software. <laughs> and he has a foundation. And he has a lot of zeros behind the numbers and his money. Maybe I was thinking of gates because there's the he family. He broke comes, through a gate. Yeah. He broke through a gate outside. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a baby gate at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And he pulls it away so that the baby can roll down the stairs <laughs> to get their present. Which is a box of Mike and Ikes. <laughs> and the parent kind of takes the Mike and Ikes from the baby, which is kind of still functioning. And <laughs> Bill Scrooge Windows goes, this present for the baby. <laughs> and the parent, parent goes, he can't have those. That's a choking hazard. Doesn't even have goes, teeth. Bill Gates go, Bill <laughs> Scrooge Windows. I did it again. <laughs> Bill Scrooge. Bell Scrooge Windows goes, well, I guess I can just fuck right off then. <laughs> and then he he does something kind of weird. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I love this part. He goes, oh, I guess I'll go fuck myself. And then he starts miming like he's jacking, jacking. off into the fireplace. Yeah. And the craziest, scariest part is that the sm- like the fireplace actually every time that Bill Scrooge Windows does an m- imaginary pump into the fireplace, the fire like 
brightens and bursts up for a moment. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, maybe the spirit of Christmas is in the air. Yeah. Or at least in this guy's dick. So then the screen, the, a, a <laughs> silent movie type thing comes up and it yeah. says, then Bill Scrooge Windows did that a, did to a thousand more houses what he just did at this one. And then we cut to the rest of the montage. Yes. <laughs> the rest of the montage is. Next morning. Next morning he goes and he goes to home a homeless shelter. Yep. Or, a, uh, yeah, he goes to a homeless shelter and he puts on um, a big uh, concert. But here's the twist. Yeah. You would think that somebody like this would get, oh, I don't know, Jason Derulo. Smoke weed every day. Nate Dog. <laughs> Ariana Grande even to come to this kind of thing and perform for the homeless people. But no, he says it's sort of like this cool thing that people are doing now where um, everybody wears headphones and like listens mm-hmm. to the music on their own. So he hands everybody a Zune. Zune. And he's kind of like preloaded it with a couple of MP3s. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming. It's most... Three MP3s of that song. <laughs> yeah. In a row. And he's kind of like, okay, and on the count of three, everybody press start. And they all do and then he's kind of like okay you're welcome and yeah, then have leaves. a dance now <laughs> um he leaves yeah and afterwards we see his butler kind of putting wrapping paper all over the homeless people's tents to kind of dress them up for christmas the homeless people are like don't do that excuse me that's a fire hazard yeah, don't, please, don't, do please that. don't do that and the butler goes like uh bill's sorry, orders put, bill's orders put your headphones back on yeah and then we that cut sucks. to the next part of the oh yeah Bill, Bill Windows is doing a bad job of making up for a life of miserly misery. Agree. So um, then the but final he's trying. thing. Yeah, he's trying. And that's actually what. That's the, the lesson. That's the lesson is you got to try. That's this episode's, hey, what's the big idea moment is you got to try. So the final try thing. a little bit. The final thing that uh, Bill Scrooged, Scrooge. Scrutage. <laughs> yes, Bill Scrutage uh, does. Um, is he actually goes to the hospital where there's a paramedic on this show played by Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, and her name's Rachel. Yep. And she is at the hospital and she lets Bill Scrutage in. The hospital's yes. on lockdown uh-huh. because of the terror incident. Yes. But Bill's not Scru- letting anybody in or out. Yeah. And Bill Scrutage, he has his mallet, and he's at the front, and he goes, let me the fuck in. And he's just Don't you know who I am? Pounding on the door. Pounding on the door. So he shatters the glass, and Rachel pretty much has no choice but to let him in. Yeah, she's kind of like, I don't want to do this, but... He goes, I, he goes, I could buy this hospital. In fact, I already own it. And, <laughs> so he, and she goes, well, doesn't that mean you couldn't buy it then? Because you already own it? And he goes, I could buy it a million times over. Yeah. She goes, that's not how buying things works, is what she says. He's like, I'm just trying to tell you how much money I have. Because I'm making a point. (laughs) Uh, And she goes, well, you're not making a very good one. And he goes, well, I guess I can just fuck right off then. So then he goes and lays on his back on a gurney and starts Starts, miming, jacking off. Yeah. And what happens is that some (laughs) of the sick people start to come back to life. Um, and it's not that they were dead, but they start to have a little more spirit, a little pep in their step. Right. And so he goes, mission accomplished. 
and which is also interestingly <laughs> enough um you see in the corner of the hospital the tv is on mm-hmm. and mayor lisa kudrow is doing another press conference yeah. and she has a big banner behind her that says mission accomplished because they put ross in jail yeah she says ladies and gentlemen we got him and, and everybody, everybody screams and whooping. whooping and whooping all whoop, the fucking kudro bros in their froggy masks goose stepping because at her rallies she does not allow porta potties they start whooping and, and hollering, hollering saying and she goes um what was the cheer from earlier she goes, who's going to, who terrorizes the terrorists? We right? do. Yeah. And then she they goes, start who all- executes the executioner? And they'll go, we, we do. And then they start going, lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. Booyakasha. Is what Lisa Kudra says. And then she kind of just walks off the stage. Mic drop. She does a yeah, big mic big drop. Big mic drop. She and then she throws mic. it out yeah. into the audience. She had a big prop mic made for it. Uh, yeah. And almost- put on a catapult. And she catapults it out into the audience. Yeah, and it ruled. So then... It hit a guy. Yeah, hit a guy. Ruled. Um, And uh, we sort of see that. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. So Rachel is actually a little bit of a Kudrow bro. Oh. So she said that yeah. in the hospital watching the TV. Yeah. And then we uh, we cut to um, Scrooge's face and he's looking at the TV and he goes, there's something that's off about this. I, yeah. He goes, I don't know if this paleontologist guy did it because he's so freaking doo-doo dumb. Yeah. And Rachel's like, He's my friend, but I think he did it. Yeah, she goes, he's a bad guy. <laughs> and We all hate hanging out with him. He sucks, is what she says. So even if he didn't do it... It's like, kind of good that he's not here. Good that he we hate it. having to like turn him down all the time for stuff. Yeah. She goes, he's always like around. You know what I mean? She's yeah. like, do you, know, like, do you know someone like that? You know a guy like that? And Bill Gates is kind of like, he looks over at his butler and he goes, yeah. I know somebody like that. Me about yeah. It. <laughs> um, so... yeah. The the thing is that screwed Bill Scrooge windows and I called them gates again because there was um, a gate a gate in the hospital uh-huh. right uh-huh. and it was kind of it, it was like somebody- I know what it was go oh. ahead though <laughs> yeah I was gonna say what it was was that somebody had fallen from their house trying to put lights up and then impale themselves on a gate yeah it was just kind of like sticking right. out of their chest the whole gate was the whole gate. <laughs> That was one of the things that was showing. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? Oh, well, I was thinking of the sick cancer kid who had like a make-a-wish, uh-huh. which was that they wanted to fly on a plane. <laughs> and it was they were too sick to fly on a plane. So the hospital staff made their hospital room up to look like an airport gate. Oh, You know, yeah. with like a ticket taker. Yeah, that was fun. And all that, you know. And he goes, I want to fly on a real plane. And they're kind of <laughs> like, well, you can't. Too bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And so, um, anyway. So, uh, Rachel says, why are you here? <laughs> she goes, leave. And he goes, all right. And he goes home and he checks his mailbox and there's a letter in there. And what is it? But a letter from Ross. Unfurls like a scroll. <laughs> and it's Ross's 
diploma. Diploma, but he wrote on the back on of the it. On the back of it. Yeah. Because in prison, they don't let you have regular paper. You, you, to, you can only use the paper that you paper. had when you're arrested. <laughs> Bring in. So he writes a letter and it says, Dear Mr. Windows, uh, you're my only hope. They're going to execute me at high noon today. Well, he said, and you missed something kind of funny. Mm. This is a comedy. He said, Mr. Windows, you're my only hope. Parentheses, get it? Because it's like a Star Wars thing. Yeah, he said get it because it's like a Star Wars thing on it. Yeah. And Bill Windows goes, (laughs) Got it. Got it. I'm kind of a nerd. Yeah. He goes, I'm kind of the original nerd. Yeah. He says, I'm kind of the OG nerd. Yeah, nerds are cool again. Smoke weed every day. So he goes, all right, I'll go down to the jailhouse and see what's up with this guy. And he goes he down goes, to the jailhouse and sees what's up with him. And he's been kind of chat for a little tortured. bit. Tortured. Yeah. He's had electrodes on his balls, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's interesting because they did all that despite the fact that he had already confessed. After confessing. Because <laughs> they got him to confess pretty much right away. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember how they got him to confess? Uh, they said, did you do it? And he goes, I don't um, really remember, but I guess I probably did. Yeah. And they say, well, we need you to read this. And they gave him pretty much a confession. Yeah. And he read it aloud into the Monica's body cam. Yep. And then so she, kind of... straight, she made him get on his knees so that his head was at her waist level. Yeah. And then stare right into her body cam and just and say, it. say his confession. I did it. I, I bombed the train. Yeah. Uh, and he, and in, in the confession that she had written in for him, it said, and I would have got away with it too, if it weren't for the fact that I'm so, uh, dumb. And I'm a dumb doo-doo head. Not a good friend to hang out with. Everybody hates me. Monica, Nobody likes Monica, me. Monica, the cop who arrested me was supposedly my friend and now she's not. Yeah. And it says, everybody hates me. Nobody likes me. Guess I'll just fuck right off. Yeah. And then he sort of had to mime jacking off into the camera. Yeah. And that's actually, um, that piece of evidence is what gets Bill Scrooge windows kind of thinking like, hey, maybe this guy actually didn't do it. Yeah. He goes, because that's like my thing. Yeah. He, he says to Ross, he goes, where'd you get that from? He goes, that's my thing. Yeah. And Ross goes, I don't know. They made me do it. And he goes, who, who was them? <laughs> who made you do it? And they, he says, the cops. And Bill Scrooge Windows goes, oh, well, the cops have to use the, um, Zune, the Zune PCs because I donated Zune PCs to the uh, Chicago Police Department, you know? Yeah. And the Zune PC comes preloaded with a music video of my rap song, my rap single. Guess and I'll it, just go fuck guess myself. Guess I'll just go fuck myself. Uh, in which he does the jerk-off dance. Yeah. And he goes, so you probably, if you'd never seen that, then this is bogus charges. Yeah. And it's good, Ross good, goes, good plot. Yeah. Ross goes, how do you reckon? <laughs> and, and Bill goes, listen, it makes sense in my head. Just trust me. Yeah. And Ross goes, so you can get me off, right? You can get me like a good lawyer and Bill Windows. He Bill goes, go- you're set to be. Bill Windows goes, hey, buddy, I only get myself self off. off. And then he says what you were going to say. Yeah. Uh, Booyakasha. That's what he says after the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then he goes, you're set to be executed today at high noon in Chicago Square. Um, They're going to put you against the wall. And Ross goes, what does that mean? And he goes, it's a, they're going to shoot you, you know? And Ross goes, I thought guns were outlawed. And he goes, buddy, they'll make an exception for for you. Yeah, for a yeah. terrorist, they'll do anything. They'll do anything. Um, and he goes, I got a different plan. 
they go to Midway Airport, um, which is one of the Chicago airports. Uh, and Bill Gates puts him the on Bill the Gates term- t- terminal. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and Ross goes, I thought you're, he goes, is this terminal named after you? Because I thought your name was Bill Windows. And he goes, no, 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 it's a gate, D- like an airport. Yeah. And <laughs> Ross is like, I don't get it. And he goes, you'll get it when you're older. And <laughs> kind of kicks him on kicks out. Kicks him onto this private jet. Ross flies on a private jet. And where does he land? Little St. Nick Island in the Caribbean. Yep. And there's a temple there. Shaped like a snowflake, but it also looks like the Pentagon. It looks like both. Yeah. Because you know how the Pentagon looks like a snowflake? Yeah, and the um, snowflake looks like a Pentagon. And pretty much the Pentagon is full of snowflakes uh, in Mayor Lisa Kudrow's eyes. Yeah, for because sure. Because she's kind of a hawk. Yeah. You know? Uh, and... Probably wishes that blowed up too. Ross reads a little note when he gets there and it's from Bill Scrooge Windows. It says, I know this is hard to understand. It all happens so fast. But you'll understand when you're older. Stay on Little St. Nick Island for a few years and this will all blow over. The heat will die down. You have to be ready to, you should never take a job that you can't walk out on in 60 seconds flat if you sense the heat coming around the corner. And Ross goes, reading that still, He's like, okay. Mm. Um, and then there's a parenthesis and it says, this is a reference to the movie Heat. I've included a VHS copy of it for you to watch so that you'll get it. Um, don't watch it if you're scared of explosions, which you might be after being traumatized by the big explosion that happened at Holiday Station that you got framed up for and why you're reading this in the first place. Yeah, and then Ross kind of has to flip the paper over and realizes it's his diploma and Bill Windows has sort of written all over the front all of his diploma it. too and it's kind of like, oh, dang it. Yeah, and Bill Windows says, I know what you're thinking. I ruined your <laughs> diploma. Um, this degree was never no good anyway because actually I own online, I own Dinosaur University and it's not accredited. So <laughs> you never were a doctor. Sorry to break it to you this way. And you were never even got a bachelor's degree. And then he signed, <laughs> signed off. I guess I'll just go fuck, fuck myself. Right on, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Um, is that it? Was that it? Was that the last shot? Uh, Mayor Lee, we cut back to Mayor Lisa Kudrow and she's like, ha ha ha. <laughs> well, yeah. She's like, ha ha ha. But then somebody tells her, Hey, I'm mayor. I have some bad news. Yeah. And she goes, I can't take any more bad news. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, you're going to have to, because yep. guess what? Ross, he's out of here. He gone. He dead. And she goes, he dead? And they said, no, no, he escaped. He escaped. She goes, crap. And they go, but we know who did it. And she goes, who? And they say, Bill Scrooge Windows. She goes, do we have him in custody? And they go, no, he dead. She goes, why? And then they go, his heart grew three size. And they go, what? And he goes, yeah. You're a monster. That's what she says to them for giving her the news. Yeah. And they and say, don't kill the messenger. And she goes, crapola. And that's the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. But so now that we've kind of talked through the entire episode. And we sure have. Yeah. And we were probably nearing the time when we should stop recording this episode. Yeah. But I do want to ask you, what do you think happened? So we know that Ross didn't do it. Oh, yeah, we, we know, know that, he didn't do it because we trust we, him. And we know that Bill didn't, likely didn't do it either because he was in the train station trying to get on the train. Oh, yeah. So what happened? Well, that was where the post credit scene was so crucial. 
So okay, you often I have to that. watch these I've episodes. I've only watched that a few, a handful of the 100 times we watched the episode. So I might be, that's my, that might be why I forgot. So in the post credits scene, there's a conversation between Monica, who's the cop in charge of the task force, and um, this guy played by Mark Ruffalo, who was pretty much another cop. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo's like, so what do you think actually happened? And Monica goes, well, I figured the whole thing out pretty much right away. Um, She goes, "When uh, when I saw the contractor that did the wiring on... Um, holiday station. Like she's like when I in, in the course of my investigation, I came across the contractor that did the wiring, and he told me that if this place was a and Mark Ruffler cuts in, he goes, I thought you didn't even do an investigation. And she goes, Well, I was messaging with the guy on the internet. Um, it was actually I was on trying to get a Tinder date, and we just were messaging, and it came up. And he goes, Oh, that makes sense. And she says. Uh, he said that place was like a Tinder box, and we had a laugh about that. Yeah, because kind of we were on Tinder. And Mark Mark Ruffalo goes, "Well, you know, I'm married, so I never really got the chance to see these apps." Yeah, and then he's like, "Do you mind if you take it out and I can just like see what Let the me interface do looks like? Yeah, or can whatever. I do like can I see who you're matching with? That whole thing." So they do that yeah, for a little funny. bit, and she's like, "No, no, 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 don't swipe on him." And yeah. he's like, "Okay, okay." Yeah, the guy with a fish, and he does swipe on him. Yeah, he does swipe it's on Don him, and then Ju- of course Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, and of course they match. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Monica's profile says hot. Um, says it says hot. It says, and I actually also am married, so I'm not sure about this stuff. But does it kind of say what you're looking for on a Tinder profile at all? Ben, does it? Why are you telling everybody you're married? I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, wait, what? Does it say like what you're looking for on a Tinder profile? No, at all? no. You yeah, really so hers didn't say that. You don't but really she used have her to, bio to try to do that. You don't really have to do much on it. Yeah, um, she says I you want can a guy have a bio with, or not. She goes, I'm looking for a guy who's Donald Trump's. She used her bio to say it. I'm looking, looking for a for guy. Donald Trump's son. Donald Trump's son's only. Anybody else swipe left. Yes. Yeah. And you got to have a big dick and a big fish is what it said. The bigger the fish, the, the bigger, bigger the, the dick. dick. Yeah. Uh, is what Donald Trump Jr.'s profile bio said. Yeah. And what's interesting is that in his <laughs> photo, yes. he's holding yes. the dick he's holding the dick fish yeah and it's very 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 small (laughs) is that where you were hoping that would go well no it's just the it's just also true (laughs) yeah because i said it was a big fish and i wanted to clarify it was big for a dick fish sure yeah but small for a normal fish fish yeah um and as we all know the bigger the dick the bigger the fish anyway the point is um monica says yeah, so he, he's a contractor or whatever, and um, he... And then Mark Ruffalo goes, well, why, why did you match with him if he wasn't one of Trump's sons? And she goes, well, he had... Oh, yeah, because they just did the Donald Trump thing. Yeah. And yeah, and she goes, I thought he was. He, had, he sort of looks like Eric. He looks like Eric. <laughs> yeah. And Mark Ruffalo goes, you mean bad? And she goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... Any, and she goes, anyway, anywho, uh, she goes, anywho, he said that this place was a Tinder box and it was set to go up any time because it was built, because first of all, he did a shitty job with the wiring. Yeah. And second, Looks like shit is bad at his job. And second off, uh, it's built on an old bomb factory. Yeah. They used to make bombs in this place. It's full of freaking bombs. Half of them are still working. Uh, 
It's going to go up anytime. It's crazy it hasn't already gone up. Mark Ruffalo goes, and I'll never forget what he said. Oh, me either. He goes, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) And then the episode was over. So kind that's of a been, long post-credit scene. So that's been <laughs> Please Save Me. And this has been a recap of season three, episode 10 of Chicago Heroes. I'm Ben Flores. I'm Sarah Black. Have and, a happy, happy, happy holiday. And we would love it if, as part of your holiday giving spirit, you would follow us on Twitter at Please Save Me Pod. And more importantly than that, that you would uh, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Please give us five stars and give us a glowing review. And Or give us... Uh, three stars and some feedback. And um, that's Murder, She Wrote. Smells like courage.